0: Hello, I'm Dr Laura Williams and you're listening to Know Your Own Psychology. After many years building a successful career as a psychologist, I finally realised that it didn't reflect the autonomy and freedom I wanted in both my life and work. As I made plans to begin working for myself, my husband died suddenly and my whole world fell apart. But with a young family to look after and big dreams I did not want to give up on, I took some time and in the middle of the global pandemic, I left my old life behind. Today, I'm a private psychologist, digital course creator, mum to five and best-selling author. My mission is to simplify psychological ideas so that you can know your own psychology influence all the areas of your life and achieve more meaning, freedom and purpose. Are you ready to be empowered? This is Know Your Own Psychology, the podcast. Today in the podcast I'm talking to Marvin Andrews. Marvin is an ex-professional football player from Trinidad and Tobago who made his name in Scottish football as a strong, dominant centre-back. At the height of his career, Marvin played for Rangers FC between 2004 and 2006. However, he and I met during his time at Livingston FC when I worked there as a waitress and bartender on match days while completing my first degree. Marvin is someone who never fails to raise a smile when he enters a room. He has an infectious joy for life and living and can often be found doing charity work, officiating weddings and having a sing-along each Friday over on Instagram. Go check it out, I promise you will not regret it. I was honoured when Marvin agreed to come on the podcast to talk football and mental health, performance psychology and his general philosophy on living. Marvin also has a strong faith and many of you may know that when he damaged his cruciate ligament, He was all over the media speaking about how God would get him through. This makes for fascinating listening today and I hope that you enjoy as much as I enjoyed recording it. Okay, let's get on into it. Okay, so welcome Marvin Andrews to the podcast. It's been a while. How are you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Very blessed and well, yeah. Everything is great. As I said, it's been a long time definitely.
0: <laughs> it has been a long time since last spoke. I think it must be a, at least like 15 years, something like that.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, as I say, we, we have one another on, on social media and Facebook. So I just yeah. keep keep eyes on some. but as I said, no n- never said anything or say hello or whatever. But we yeah. keep yeah. we keep tracked on um. Absolutely. Media,
0: anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today um right maybe you can just start us off by catching me up on what you're doing these days how life is for you now that you've retired from professional football there's been a lot has happened in the last 15 years I assume <laughs> right.
1: well as I said I retired in 2016 yeah uh, yeah so after I retired obviously um um I was happy with retiring. It was the time for me to retire. I didn't retire because I was injured or with any illness When yeah. I wasn't forced to retire. I wanted to play football until I'm 40 years of age and I fulfilled that dream. So that was that was fine for me. Then, you know, left left well I'll retire. Just um <laughs> relaxing at home. Then, you know, I get a call from Rangers and I start working at iBrooks. Um you know i've been working at Ibrook normally for almost 4 years now doing hospitality at Ibrook's. Um, i conduct a lot of weddings at the moment as well because i'm um I'm, of, I'm um official minister so i can i can conduct weddings as well mm-hmm. so i start doing a lot of weddings and yeah that <laughs> that is what keep me busy do a lot of after speaking dinners and you know speaking yeah. to to young people go to schools and go to universities chat to young people who like christian um you know christian um kids and stuff like that they have like the um you know the, the christian groups and you know yeah. i went into a few schools speak to kids and try to encourage them to you know to fulfill their dreams in life and you know do what god has created them to do so i do a lot of stuff like that as well
0: amazing amazing so so much there so you played football till you were 40 like that must have been yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> be able to keep going physically for that long how did you how did you manage that
1: well as i say first of all god a lot of praying um look after myself make sure i get enough sleep um try to eat eat as healthy as i can you know um it's just the right keeping them keeping the right mindset which is very very important and as i said i still had the motivation because it was my ultimate dream to play till i was 40. obviously um, basically if you check the the record books I had a bad injury with my knee yeah. um, that could uh, you know which is we call it you damage your anti cruciate ligament which is a very bad injury when it comes to knee injuries yeah. um so I had that after taking surgery in 2008 2009 doctors yeah. say I will not I will not probably play again after that um but through prayer and the belief and trust I had in God and working hard I worked myself up myself back to fully fitness and I went on to play for about six or seven other clubs until I retired in 2016. So um, it, was, it was good. As I said, I enjoyed it every every minute of my, my footballing career till I played at 40. And as I said, I have no regrets. And, you know, yeah. I did everything I could with the gift and the talent God has given to me. I did everything possible I could have done in my footballing career.
0: I love it. And I'm going to come on and talk to you about mindset because I feel that's something that sets you apart from a lot of people and the cruciate comes into that. But before we get there, you've lived in Scotland now for a long time and you've been around Scottish football for a long time now. What would you say about how the conversation has changed in mental health and sport across that time, Marvin?
1: Right. Well, Men, mental health, as I say, comes in in all different types of form. Obviously, some people come from a a, a different background, and you know, people come from different walks of life yeah. into the football game. You understand? Everybody come has a different story to tell from where they came from, or wherever. I came from Trinidad and Tobago. My lifestyle to somebody' lifestyle over here is completely different. Yep. You understand? So, my mindset, obviously, how it changed from then till now. Obviously, there's a lot of more social media. You mm-hmm. understand? So a lot of people are controlled. The mindset obviously is controlled by the things you listen to and you watch every single day. That that what that what captivates your mind. If you yeah. watch modern society today, 80 or 90 percent of people, whether you in a pub among your friends or anything, most people are on their phones. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So right away the things that you feed your mind because you feed your mind based on what you look at what you listen to these things feed you feed your mind whether it's positively or negatively and it will have an effect eventually so um based with talking from a biblical standpoint the bible says we have the mind of god or the mind of christ that god is thinking good thought towards us we have to think good thoughts so the mindset, as I said, when it comes to mental health, you see, I, and I, I struggle with the word mental health. Why do I struggle with the word mental health? is because the word health means healthy. Yeah. Okay? But if you're suffering from things, they will say you have a mental health issue.
0: Yeah.
1: Other than saying you have a mental illness issue.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You understand? So right okay. away, the wording for me is not the right thing. You understand because if i ask you are you healthy it's completely different if you're ill yeah, you understand? Absolutely. so yeah I, I i struggle with that word mental health you understand because okay. i think as i said yes everybody has the different issues that they go through different backgrounds you're, you, you know you judge on what everybody deals with but we're living in a time in a time today where because mental health is a spiritual issue you understand it's not a it's not a physical issue there is no there's no tablet a doctor can give you that that will take away negative thoughts coming to your head everything we do in life starts with a
0: thought
1: yeah yeah everything. so so this is so it is it, such a big and wide issue you just can't just talk about it because everybody don't doesn't matter who you are negative thoughts will come into your head whether you like it or not so how i try to explain to people what negative thoughts is is like thinking of yourself you have an email address so you have think about the junk mail that comes into it Mm -hmm. what do you do when junk mail comes in you place it in the bin it's the same way we have to treat our mind any thought that is contrary to either your purpose your dream your goal or anything that god has planned for you You want to cast that thought down and put it in the bin. It is much, as I say, it's probably easy to say than than to be done, but as long as we are alive, it is impossible for you to escape negative thoughts. Impossible. It's Mm -hmm. what you do with the thought is the most important thing. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love it so much. Like um, the analogy of like your junk mailbox is amazing. And this idea about what we're feeding our minds, you know, we often think about what we're feeding our bodies, what nutrition does for us, but we don't always think about it that way in terms of like the things that are impacting our mind all the time. And I love that idea that it's, you know, it's what you do with your thoughts. And I'm talking with clients all the time about that. And I think that's something that you do very successfully. And I'll I'll come on and we'll talk about Mm -hmm. that. I think your ability to your thoughts has probably, you know, pushed you to where you are in your career and all those kind of things. Um, Okay, my next question for you, Marvin. So for a while, I had considered a career in sports psychology. Um, I'd been around sport all my life, mostly swimming. And I did some sports studies at university when I was doing my first degree. And I was just thinking about you the other night and wondering whether you'd ever had access to psychologists to enhance performance and how you think psychological mindset influences sport in particular.
1: Yeah, well, psychological obviously, what a a psychologist will come and tell you will come and tell you exactly based on what the Bible says. So they only make it in a different way. It's it's not a, what I want to say is not a magic potion of of some sort. It's just simple based on what the Bible says. Now, the Bible says whatever you meditate on, (laughs) that thing (laughs) will affect your life positively or negatively whatever you meditate on negative or positively i will make that thing become bigger or or bigger so as i said so sport cycle is good because some people need it because some people would not have a spiritual background like myself where i believe in god and i know about praying and i know things that the bible says and some people don't have that access or that that quality that i possess which i get from my grandmother believing in god learning to pray first thing in the morning last thing at night these are the things i was taught as a young boy growing up so i have that spiritual side concerning when it comes to my the, the mind and the and everything because i always said success and failure starts with a thought. yeah poverty is a thought it's not having money in your pocket is a thought. you understand is it, these, everything we do in life starts with a thought. Now, the Bible says God thoughts towards us is good and not evil. That is how God thinks about somebody. Yet he knows we are full of mistakes. We make mistakes. We make wrong decisions. But God says, I'm thinking good thoughts towards you every day. Yet somebody will look at themselves self in the mirror <laughs> and think one of the most horrible thoughts about themselves.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You understand?
1: So, so this is based on psychologists, Yes, even when I played at Wayne, I think whereas I can't remember the guy's name, he came in and was giving us, you know, encouraging thing about you know being successful and what you can. And based both of the things that he said, I had an idea of it based on what the Bible says. You understand? Mm-hmm. So is also as well. Sometimes some people are set in their own mindset. Now, change is one of the most difficult things for a lot of people because for instance once you have to change anything in your life you have to change the way you think about that thing you understand so the, the, the the mindset of it is that success and failure starts with the mind success and anything that we do it all starts with the mind now somebody will think what is your mind They will point here but this is not your mind this is your brain your mind is in is in there <laughs> it's there. You understand? It's not here. This is just your brain. This is what controls you. You understand? Mm-hmm. The mind. So this is based on what you're saying of, you know, with psychologists and stuff. Yeah, they can encourage somebody and you know give them the what do you want to say. The the instruments of what it is think. Because as I said there's no special pill you can give somebody to think positive thought. <laughs> it doesn't happen. It's training of the mind
0: training yeah.
1: of the mind so this is the mind need training that that's that what the heart is it, it needs training you understand yeah. so i think sports psychologist is good is, and it comes into sport to give you the mindset about you know thing i i grew up with the thing that is true your most difficult times in life greatness is born
0: yeah yeah absolutely you
1: know, and, and i i i put that down and i i explain it to people who can understand that analogy i think as i said Think of a mother. You you are a mother. Yeah. You are carrying a seed for nine months. Yeah. The pain you go through, the swollen feet, the discomfort, but you are holding on. You ain't thinking this. Oh, I can't take this. Or I want to have this child after five months or six months because you know that will cause it will be detrimental if you do that. But what happens? Then the time comes. You have your beautiful child. In all the pain you have, a smile comes on your face.
0: <laughs> yeah. As a
1: mother. So <laughs> you, this is this is the things that you know people fail to realize that sometimes going through a difficult time does not mean you're a bad person or you're a horrible person. No, you're just going through the storm before you get to the other place. You know, another way to, that I explained it as well. I talked to my mate this morning who went back to Trinidad and Tobago. He said, "My turbulence from Panama to Trinidad and Tobago." Now, all of us who have whoever, ever traveled, we've been through turbulence. Not once anybody say, "Oh, I need to jump out of this plane. I can't handle this turbulence." <laughs> but nobody does it. You sit there, you hold on <laughs> with your seatbelt, despite the turbulence. Your stomach feeling like it wants to fall out, but you are holding on because you know eventually it's gonna stop. And it's the same thing with the walk of life, but unfortunately, not everybody sees it in that aspect. And, and that is where sometimes some people just give in mm-hmm. thing. And as I said, in that knowledge, if you decide that, oh, I don't want to take this turbulence anymore, you jump out the plate, what do you think will happen? It will be disastrous.
0: Yeah, so. I, love, I love what you say there, this idea of when you're going through true struggles, really difficult times, that's where greatness is born and I guess I think about that as like psychological resilience and you know even my own experience of losing my husband I'm now doing what I'm doing because of that and I changed because of that and I see that in so many of my clients as well that when they go through difficult times it pushes them to a different level if they're willing and mm-hmm. if they're able, and actually, that was my next question. So you are possibly one of the most upbeat, joyful people that I have ever met, and you're always (laughs) smiling, you're always (laughs) laughing, and I love that about you. But I guess I wonder, you know, have there been times when you've struggled with things that's pushed you further? Mm -hmm.
1: Right. So, like, for instance, growing up as a young boy in Trinidad and Tobago, when you talk about being shy, I was number one. <laughs> no, people will not believe that when they see me now, they're like, you man. Yeah. I didn't look somebody there. You look, at I, I look into the ground and all this other stuff because I was did and had no confidence in myself or whatever. But as I grew older and I start, you know, understanding what the Bible says about believing in yourself, just like I read something called the word for today. Now, the word for today was just simply telling you, beware of self-pity. Mm-hmm. See? And a lot of people walk in that self pity, and self pity doesn't help anything or anybody. So just today, that that's the word for today from the, the 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 morning devotional that I read every day. So I was very very shy. When you talk about, I I remember playing in Trinidad and Tobago, going to trial for my primary, my, my high school. My mates had to beg me, Marvin, please. I was like, no. I can't do it. I'm telling you, to try out to play for my school team. And I decided, okay, I'm gonna give it a go. Now the rest is history. Just from that one thing, I could easily shy away and don't do it. I wouldn't be speaking to you here today, as simple as that, Lord. I just to show you how important. So um, so yeah, I've been through you know difficult times of you know where you get setbacks. You understand. So, for instance, I had a dream at 14 years of age is to help my country qualify for the first ever World Cup. I tried twice. We failed. The third time, we ended up getting through, which was almost 17 to 18 years later. Yeah. That dream came to pass. So, you you will go through difficult times. You you will, you know, but. There is a there's a verse in the Bible says, and I hold it on every day, all things work together for good to them that love God. So the way I look at it, whether I go through a difficult time or a good time, or, or vice versa, I know at the end it's going to all work out. That's my mindset. Yeah. You understand? That that is how my mindset, because the Bible make it plain to me. As long as I'm living on this earth, I will face trouble and difficult times. It is plain. When I believe it, God made it plain. God said, yes, you may believe in me, but as long as you're on this earth, you will face problem. You will go through difficult times. So when it comes up, because most people want to run away from problems. Nobody wants problem. <laughs> but unfortunately, when you check it, the most successful people in life are problem solvers yeah what once, once you can solve problem <laughs> you, you you made that that's it you can be a millionaire once you can solve a certain problem so the most of the, i and i realize this thing that once you have a problem people will call you what well, you can solve a, or they call it that's why you go to the doctor because you have a problem You worry You understand? so understand we all face but it's how we deal with a bad, bad situation some people may look at the bad situation and think "Who that's my life finished?" not knowing that might be the opportunity for as it, as you said earlier in, in your in your little thing that you you know based on the the death of your husband has led you to this this avenue of what you are doing now helping so many people in their life you understand so as we look and say, yes, we will face bad things, we will go through difficult times, but it's how we deal with it. Just as I think it's the, the, the Rocky movie. It's not how many times you get knocked down, <laughs> how many times you get back up. You that. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So 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 that is that that is what what, what it is. I, I listened to, you know, the um the <laughs> the great um what is his name? Um, from South Africa, who was in jail? Um,
0: Nelson Mandela.
1: Nelson Mandela. Yes, but yeah. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela said, "A winner." <laughs> Nelson Mandela said, "A winner is a person who has a dream and never give up." Yeah,
0: amazing! I love it. The, I
1: love it. That that that, that saying. So that means. You have obstacles. You 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 fall. You understand? The, even the Bible says. The Bible says a good man or woman will fall seven times, but they will rise again. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You and you know it, it's it's interesting. You know this idea of um, problem solving because I think. So much of what I'm doing now is around learning new things and, you know, having to problem solve the next thing, you know, six months or a year ago, I didn't know how to record podcasts and do these things and reach out to people and ask, you know, humbly for people to be here. And so I think that's such an important aspect of our lives, isn't it? How we can problem solve through the difficult times to get to the other side, you know? Now, many people, of course, will know you, Marvin, through your time at Rangers specifically. Mm -hmm. And in your first season, I think it was, you picked up that injury to your cruciate ligament, Mm -hmm. which you then continued to play on, I believe, till the end of the season. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was all over the media, widely reported that it was your faith in God that supported you through that time. And I guess what I'd love to know is how much you believe faith in not just God, but in yourself has furthered your success.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. So like, for instance, yes, based on what I say, my faith in God and my trust in God, anybody who wants to be successful in life has to have an element of belief in the gift and the talent that God has given to them, which is in themselves. Yeah. Okay. So, I believe in the person who gives me the gift and I also believe in the gift that God has given to me. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, for instance, as I said, with that cruciate ligament thing, there is nothing Marvin Andrews could have done (coughs) to play with that cruciate ligament. Because everything physical that I could have done was based on what the doctor says. Because your cruciate ligament is to to make it easier for for people to understand. This picture you in. A high story building that has a faulty foundation.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so that is what your cushioned ligament is. Yeah. It doesn't grow back on its own. The only way it can be fixed is through surgery. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> you understand? <laughs> so that is the what I face. But I believe in as the Bible tells me, with God, all things are possible. It didn't say with Marvin Andrews, all things are possible. With God. So that statement is why I told people that God will see me through this to heal my name. You understand? So it wasn't because I'm stronger. Some people say because I had big cord muscles and they go on and on, and <laughs> you can go on. And I know people who had bigger quad muscles than me, try to play on the crucifix, they collapse. You understand? So it's not most about big. And yes, you for you to succeed in life, you have to have an element of belief in yourself. Because Jesus Christ made a statement in the Bible where a man came with his daughter and he said, Lord, can you help my daughter? Please help me. Jesus Christ said, no, it's not what I could do. He said, if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. You understand? So for you to achieve anything in life, you have to believe. I don't care what it, that thing is. You have to have an element of belief that I can achieve that thing or do that thing. If not, you you you, you, you will not reach anywhere. You understand? So as much as, yes, I had a a, a belief in, in you know, I can still play a game. A hundred percent of that thing was on God because it was so, I want to put it to you, Lord, it was so... um on a knife edge, mm. nobody, I could have been walking down the stairs Laura, not playing football, walking down the stairs and my knee collapsed.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. what your ACL is, <laughs> you understand? So it, it's not that, oh yeah, I had to be playing. No, I didn't have to play. So the faith that I had in God made me to make the decision that I made, where I even came to the point I had to sign a disclaimer yeah. to take full responsibility for my decision so that rangers would not get, you know, any kind of backlash from, from my decision. You understand? So that is how serious it was. So to say anything about my faith in myself, I'll, I'll be lying to you. You understand? Mm A hundred percent of my faith was in the almighty God, because I know what the Bible says that with God, anything you are, you, anything you face in life, you can achieve or face, or come through that thing or achieve that thing. With God on your side, and because I had God on my side, that's why I was still able to play. I
0: love, I love it, Marvin. Thank you for explaining that. And I, I guess there's part of me thinking, you know, for those who maybe don't necessarily believe in God but believe in a universal, no. energy, you know, a, a, like our no. spirituality generally, like what would you say to them about that?
1: Right. So what what do I say to people? You know, they they may not believe in the almighty God as I do. You understand? Mm -hmm. They may believe in a higher being or there's somebody up there or some some people talk about energy with negative and, you know, all these energies. I don't dispute all these. All these things have energies. But I always say to people, who is the main source of all these energies? Mm -hmm. You understand? It still comes back to the almighty God. You may not know God the way that I know through Jesus Christ and all this sort of stuff. You may have different ways of how you think you may want to do your thing because everybody has their own remedy where they think this works for me and, and and that is why. So it will be very difficult for me to try to explain to somebody who may be an atheist or a Buddhist or they believe in in, in spirituality and different stuff. It will be very, very difficult for me to explain to them of what they believe because I my belief is contrary to that. Yeah. understand? In, in, in that way. So I know God, Jesus Christ, through the Bible. That's why I can quote different parts of the Bible because that is what Marvin Andrews know and that's what I believe in. So it will be very difficult for me to try to explain about what, because if somebody may may say to me, because people call me all the time, oh, Marvin, I damaged my knee. What should I do? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling them, I'm, I'm not a doctor. You understand I can go to the doctor and find out what the doctor says. You understand? I meet people. People mentioned to me, they went to the doctor with their knee problem. And the doctor mentioned it, oh, let's do what Big Map did. And I, I wasn't st- when when he even said that to me. <laughs> you know. So it's just, as I said, I know it was a very it was a massive significant moment. As I said, it was iconic based on the, the report because nobody have ever heard that in their life. Where somebody just come out blatantly, oh yeah, God will fix for me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, oh yeah, we're just a spray now, uncle or as this is life is career threatening. I want to say like, it wasn't life threatening, it was career threatening at that time mm-hmm. or the stage of my footballing career. You understand? Mm-hmm. So not only helping Rangers win the league, obviously to help my country qualify for the first Several World Cup in that same year as well.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Thank you for that. Um, Okay, just moving on slightly, so you have always been someone, I think, who has served and helped others through charitable work, and Mm -hmm. I know certainly at Livingston FC, you were an Mm -hmm. incredibly popular member of the team, always willing to attend events Mm -hmm. and give to others, and I guess I wanted to ask a little bit about why serving other people is something that you value so highly.
1: Right. God has promised me that he will bless me and then make me a blessing. (coughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So that is my purpose. I don't want God to bless me just for me. You understand? So because the Bible says there is more blessing in giving than receiving. So every day I pray, I say, Lord, bless me and make me a blessing to somebody else. Whether it's true, an encouraging word, whether it's true, speaking to them, saying hello, good morning. Because somebody, so all they need is a, oh, hello, how are you today? That's probably the need. That That might be a blessing for them. Because probably 10 people pass and they never even say hello to them or anything like that. So the Bible said, God promised me I would bless you and make you a blessing. So that's why I'm so, I'm so enthusiastic. About helping somebody else and being a blessing to others, you understand? You, I want to go back to the Bible. The Bible says, "God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ." So, if God loved the entire world, where at least a lot of people don't even care about God or believe, but God, said, I still love you, but I will give you my Son as an offering for everybody. So, when it comes to charge of a book and helping other people and things, because if I ask somebody, what is the meaning of the word charity in the Bible? The word charity means love, mm-hmm. but people use it. They don't even know the meaning of the word charity. Yeah. In the in the King James version of the Bible, it says charity is kind. It is it is um it is um merciful. It is it. This is love. That's that fall? Because people use it all the time. Oh yeah, it's for charity. It's for charity. What is the meaning of charity? Some people can't even explain. But the meaning of charity is what you call love. So the reason why I'm so eager in blessing people and helping other people, because that's my prayer to God every day. I don't want God to bless me for my own. It'd be a waste of time. You understand? Look at a river. A river feeds (laughs) millions, animals. (laughs) You understand? That's why I want to be. I don't want to be a reservoir. A reservoir keeps water. Or a tank keeps it. What happens when water is staying in a place for a long period of time? It starts smelling. It starts stinking and all this different stuff. So I want to be a river that I can be flowing and being a blessing to others in wherever walk of life where I meet somebody, whether it's through football, even through this podcast at this moment. I don't know where this podcast will reach. Whoever will ever hear it, that it may change a life. That's my prayers being answered through God. So you know i look at it from all these different things that every day i pray to god lord bless me and make me a blessing to somebody else
0: i love that idea and just you know taking the gifts that you have putting them out into the world and hoping that it does some good you mm-hmm. know um right marvin you touched on this earlier but you have met many successful people along the way across your career a bit. And I wondered if you could say a bit about what you think separates those who make it in whatever they're pursuing and those who don't. And I know you've said, like, problem solving one of those things. Is there anything else that you think separates those two groups of people?
1: Yeah. Persistence, endurance, and perseverance. You need to be persistent. I, I, I read... A, well, I watch? I watch the... Um, if you ever have an opportunity, watch the... Um, <laughs> The the McDonald's story. Okay. How McDonald's became a franchise. Yeah. Now, the guy who made McDonald's a franchise is all because of persistence. He said you could be skillful, you could be talented, all these things are a waste of time. But persistence and perseverance covers them all. Yeah. When somebody's persistent, and I always say to somebody, being persistent in the writing, it would be very difficult for you to fail if you're persistent in doing the writing. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's that that is the difference that I've met when I met successful people, is being persistent. Now, I you know, I played with Rangers and David Murray was the chairman of that thing. Very successful businessman. Now, when you hear David Murray's story, David Murray lost his leg when I think he was 16 years of age. Both of his legs, not one, both. Where he could have easily feel sorry for himself and think to himself, no. But one thing he didn't lose was his mind. Yeah. <laughs> that mind, he started thinking about different business on different stuff. Successful man. Yeah. Yeah, you understand. Despite the disability that he carried, yeah, you understand. We can we can talk about other you know disability people successful that we know in in the world because they they, they didn't allow their disability to take them. That's what persistence is. Despite, that, mm-hmm. yeah. And this is one thing I've learned about successful be about being persistent. Being persistent is that take Even in the Bible, the Bible says perseverance endurance these are the things that people need but unfortunately some people want to give up before time you understand know, mm-hmm. if you, when you look at a mother a mother can't have a child if she's not consistent to possible impossible impossible <laughs> yeah it's literally impossible
0: yeah i hear you yeah. I hear you. yeah and it's, it's that consistency of effort isn't it over and over and over again even when it's hard even when you want to give up even when you've you know make tough times you can't, you know, that that persistence and consistency is what will pull you through, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and that's why I talk to people when I meet people who say, Oh, I want to lose weight, I want to be fitter, whatever. I say you need to do two words to think. Be committed and be consistent. Once you're committed and consistent, you'll achieve you'll achieve that thing. And 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 I and, and that's the 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 two things that most people they fail. They'll start off hot and sweaty. Ah, oh, three weeks, going thing. After a month or two, whoo, well, talk, you, I'm sure you met me a new year resolution. I'm going to do so, 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 so. After the first month of January pass, back to normal. We are all products of habit. Every human being.
0: Yes.
1: Unfortunately, we, a lot of people are products of bad habit. Because we are products of either bad habits or good habits. As a psychologist, basically, on want to tell you, it takes normally six weeks to break a bad habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? But unfortunately, some people, I've learned it in life. Nothing in life just happens. It has to be a pattern of something consistently. If I'm consistently doing the wrong thing, I will consistently get the wrong result. Yeah, You understand? And a, a wise man even say, he say, if I do the right thing with the wrong attitude, I will get the wrong result, even though I'm doing the right thing. Understand? So all these little factors filter through to making somebody become successful in whatever business or area of their life. And and for me, success is not only about financially. Success is about what health, finances, family. Is a is an all-wrong thing when it comes to success in the eyes of God. Some people only look at success as a financial thing. There are a lot of people who are successfully financially, they are suffering mentally, or they are suffering in the hell. They are suffering in their, their marriage or their relationship. You understand? So success is not only just about the materialistic things and the houses you buy and the money you have you in your bank account. That is not just that is not true success base on on what
0: the bible says yeah I love that thank you Marvin right okay, a couple more questions for you I'll not keep you too That's much like, nah,
1: don't worry.
0: <laughs> so I guess you've, you've touched on the type of young boy you were back in Trinidad quite shy lacking confidence and that was my next question was how have you changed from that young 21 year old I think when you left mm-hmm. Trinidad and mm-hmm. signed with Wreath how have you changed in that time
1: right I start reading the Bible and understanding how God sees me. Okay, now God the the way God sees me when I when I read certain stories in the Bible where God uses certain people, they had some type of issue of some sort. But when they realize who they are, so like for instance, I I think there's a Christian guy called Mark Twain. His name is Mark Twain. He said, two of the greatest days of a man or woman life is the day you were born and the day you find out the reason why you were born. So the day I find out why God created me, why God took me from small Trinidad and Tobago and brought me to very cold Scotland. (laughs) 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 I, I realized that God brought me to be a blessing to people, to make people, to change lives, to be a blessing. And when I realized that, and the devil was trying to deceive me out of that by being too shy. So like Vincent, there's a story in the Bible where the Bible says God gives somebody one five talents, one two talents, and one one talent. The one with the five talents went and invested and get another five. The one with the three talents went and invested and get another three. The one with the one talent. The Bible said he was afraid. And he buried it. Mm-hmm. He didn't invest it. He did nothing. But he buried his talent. When he met God. God said. You wicked and lazy servant. Now based on our eyes. When you hear the word wicked. You expect him to think about somebody. Who takes a knife and stabs somebody. Or kills somebody. Or do something horrific. But. When you bury the gift that God has placed into you, whether it's to sing, to dance, to play an instrument, to, to be a psychologist, to be a doctor, when you bury that in the sight of God, you are wicked. Now, what makes somebody bury something? Fear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was my number one problem. I was afraid of what somebody might think. What if I fail? What if? And that's that what fear does to every human being what if what if it don't work what if if this happened but faith tells you but what happens if it works (laughs) what happens if it it goes through so this was the battle that i faced it was my fear Mm -hmm. that that, and everybody faces the fear once you try once you're about to to embark on something new the first thing that shows his head is fear what will happen what if you understand so that was the battle that I had to face until I recognized who God created me, what God has put into me. And then I start to realize that that's where my faith had to change. And as I said to people, because a lot of people, they overlook it. The Bible says, life and death are in the power of your tongue. Not your hands, your tongue. Now the, the same Bible says, out of your heart, your mouth speaks. So, for instance, if you have a fearful heart, you will speak fearful stuff. Oh, I could never do that. Oh, I'm no good. That is what, because that's what you believe in your heart. If you you believe, you will speak it. Oh, I can do this. Yes, with God, I can do this. I can achieve this. I can overcome this. And these are the battles that people face. People kill themselves every day by their own words. Oh, I can never do that. I can never be like that. I can never live a house like that. I can never achieve that. And they don't know indirectly; they are cutting themselves off from that thing that probably God has prepared for them to have. Mm-hmm. And people do it every day, unconsciously, every single day. So these are the things that I had to learn to change. when you—it's very you—you had you, you had to be—and I don't because I don't drink. You—you—it's very hard for you to hear me say something negative. Because I know what words, the power of words. Words are very, very, I can tell you something that can make you lift the entire scene. I can say something to you now that will take you so low, you probably may never recover. Simple words. Why social media is so powerful? Yeah. Why the why the news is so powerful? Words. You hear the, the they come over on the news. Oh yeah, so, 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 so is going to happen. It, your true fear comes right away. Or faith. Well, just simple words, because what I've learned, and I'm sure as psychologists, they teach you that, words don't die. No, they don't. <laughs> words don't die. I, a,
0: yeah. <laughs> and honestly, there's so much of what you're saying that I'd want to pick up on. The first is this idea of like finding your purpose and, and continuing to live by that purpose day by day by day. <clears throat> and that last bit you're saying about words don't die, so many of my clients... Are twenty years down the line from experiences they've had in childhood or early adulthood, whereby someone has spoken difficult Mm -hmm. words, challenging words, and it's been what I would talk about is internalised, and it feeds the fear and it feeds the the lack of um, going for what you want in life. And you know, I love the idea of you know finding your purpose and living by that daily, and and you'll never go far wrong. And actually, just, just picking up what you said there about talent. Um, my last question was around, you know, what a bit around your general sort of philosophy on life, and you're such a happy go-lucky guy. And I was looking at your Instagram and you do this thing every Friday where you sing and you just get <laughs> a part, It's just it's so joyful and amazing. <laughs> and it's just so interesting you're about this shy little boy. Who now is just like, I don't care. I don't have that fear of what uh, you yeah. of me. I wondered if you could just talk to that a little bit. <laughs>
1: right. Um, as I said, you know, I just, you know, I like music and, you know, I listen to a lot of music in my car and driving and stuff. And as I said, I think this was one day I just decided to sing. And I just put it out on, on Facebook. And <laughs> <laughs> from there, and, you know, as I keep doing it and I, I add a little ha <laughs> ha and people, <laughs> People absolutely <laughs> tell you, sometimes I walk along the street, somebody will just say, ha-ha, and I'll be looking up they see, Because they see me say that on Facebook. M- many people say, oh, they don't know me as a footballer anymore. They know me as a singer on Friday in, on my car. But as I said, and that, and that is the difference between, as I said, the shy boy who grew up in Trinidad and Tobago, who, you know, lacked confidence in himself and what he could achieve to where you know, the things that I've achieved in my footballing career. And, you know, and I always say to people that, you know, is when you, you know, just as I said earlier, when you find your purpose and you know why God created you, why you won, because I I don't care whether you believe in God or not, God allow you to come to this earth for a purpose, whether it's true, you know, out of, you know, out of wedlock or there was a mishap, your kid, God created you for a reason. To be understood you understand i say to you know that you are not alive by guess or by coincidence or i'm lucky people use that word i'm lucky no you're not lucky you are blessed to be alive and god has your life for you so when as i said just as i said earlier when i find out the reason why all's purpose is to be a blessing to others as you asked me earlier that's why i try my best in every area you know to be a blessing i do my sing song and I, 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 i stop doing it now because obviously i've been done for copyright on facebook and oh, Instagram. <laughs> so I, can't, I can't really yeah because everybody everywhere i go ma i stopped seeing your friday sing songs and i was like oh, i'm sorry man i'm being done for copyright <laughs> and you know <laughs> so it's yeah so it's it's no fault of my own that i stop i love doing it every friday because you know every every day every week i'll be thinking okay well i'm going to sing this friday to make people uplift and stuff and you know, I I did it all the time, and it, it's just me, and that's why you know I just try to to be a, a blessing to people as God wants me to be, to have that that positive and good energy, and you know, go about. Yes, I'm a human being like everybody else. I will, you know, because people ask me, "Ma, you're never sad and all that." It's it's dude. The, the Bible said, "The joy of the Lord is my strength," you know, and to be joyful because what people think. Because I'm so happy and I don't go through no difficult times. But what I always say to people is not the diff, I is that I reach the point that if I don't have any money in my pocket, nobody will ever. <laughs> you understand? Because it, 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 you don't need money in your pocket to have a good time. You understand? Times, you know, you may have times where you don't have money. You might be just struggling to do this, and then there another time you have so much money you ain't know what to do with it. You understand? <laughs> so. You, you 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 take as they say the rough with the smooth the, the, the good times with the bad times and you, you you just move on because that is what life is about you understand because I always say to people anybody who does not face problem is the people who are lying in the cemetery. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> there is no human
1: being on earth who is alive who don't have a problem. Yeah. Bill Gates have a problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has a problem. You understand? Mm-hmm. You, you can go. We, uh, uh, Elon Musk, he has a problem. All, all these guys, all these rich people that we know, you're thinking, oh, yes, their life is set. They have problems. Why? Because they are living on Earth.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's all, it's all, the only time your problem stop is when you die. Like, yeah. That's when problems stop. Oh, you... That is when everybody faces problem. Somebody might be facing a financial problem. Somebody might be facing a spiritual problem, a mental problem, if a, a family problem. Everybody is facing problems of some sort in their life because we are living on earth. You understand? Yeah. So, and and that's it. My my thing is that the difference with me is how I deal with my problems. And I deal with it in a different way because I have God. So it makes it even a greater help for me. Of how God leads me to direct a problem. There's something I just leave it. I pray about it. I feel peace about it. And I just leave it. Before you know it, it all worked out in the end. The great Bob Marley said it. When one door is closed, many more open. Understand? So I I go have all these different philosophies about things because you know it's just, you know, the things that I learned from the Bible has, you know, made it to that. Yeah. No.
0: Marvin, thank you so much. I love that you've ended on a Bob Marley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're Bob Marley, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and anybody who wants to go and check out your Instagram, like they're all still there, all those Friday sing alongs. So you've got <laughs> to encourage people. But listen, thank you so much for coming along Lovely. today. I've loved having this conversation with you and just so much wisdom within, within your words. So thank you for being here with me.
1: No problem at all, Laura. Thank you for having me. No way. God bless you all. Take care, enjoy.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Know Your Own Psychology. If you loved it, please share it on Facebook or Instagram for your friends and family. And if you really want to help me out, drop a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions, you can email me, hello at drlaurawilliams.com. And if you would like to know your own psychology better, influence all the areas of your life and achieve more meaning, freedom and purpose, come and join my growing community over on Facebook. Search Know Your Own Psychology and make a request.